the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ambassador Bolton, I caught you last night on Fox News on the Laura Ingram show. You said some very important things that Americans should be paying attention to, and that's China. President Trump just gave a speech here at CPAC, and he said they keep calling China a developing nation, a developing economy. That is not only a misnomer, that is a flat-out lie. Yeah. Look, the the Chinese per capita uh, income uh, is very small compared to the United States. And uh, since it's such a huge country, 1.3 billion people or thereabouts, um, that's how they can claim to be a developing country. But in terms of the sophistication of their technology, their ability, in part because they steal intellectual property at a fantastic rate, uh, they're a competitor of ours in many international markets. Uh, we, we all know about the trade deficit we have with China because mm-hmm. of their sales into the United States. Uh, and I think the president's absolutely right. We, we should treat them for what they are, not a poor developing country, but an economic competitor of the United States. And uh, I think what he has said about insisting that they live by the rules they agreed to in the World Trade Organization uh, is very important. And, and it's time to stop being a punching bag when they violate their obligations uh, and we don't do anything about it. So let's talk about what you were really, really concerned about, and that is the Chinese government is cracking down on American businesses And they're basically telling them, you can't be a Western company in an Eastern nation, and you're going to have to kowtow to what we think and what we do, and you've got to run it our way. Yeah. Look, this is uh, the, sort of the next step. The first step is they discriminate against Western companies, uh, European, United States. You read reports of the chambers of commerce of the U.S. and the European Union in Hong Kong and Beijing over the past 15 years or so. You see repeated examples of it. Uh, but now they're saying, actually, we're not going to discriminate against you. Now you're going to act like you're a Chinese company and you're going to be open to what we want and you're going to support our efforts at political control of the Chinese population, and you're not going to cause us trouble. And what they're counting on is that uh, American companies make a lot of money in in the Chinese market, and that the money that they're earning will be enough to keep them in line. Uh, This is another example of how China doesn't play by the free trade rules that America believes in. Uh, And I think what uh, President Trump has said is he believes in free trade. He just expects people, when they commit to it, to follow through. China has pursued uh, policies of mercantilism and now political control under the guise of being a free trade country. So when you read in the mainstream media that China's taking America's role leading in international trade, that's complete nonsense. This is all about maximizing 
Chinese control over what's going on inside the country. And uh, they do it in in the information technology world, Google and, and Microsoft and others kowtow to them. It's a huge mistake from their point of view. And I think it's right for the president to say, we don't accept it. If you want to play by these international rules we've set up, we're going to insist you play by them. Interestingly, I had somebody on yesterday who was talking about patents and how it has gotten to be such kind of a wishy-washy thing here in the United States. And a lot of companies go to China because China truly protects patents. Now, they use our weakness for themselves because I don't know if there's any products that are out there that there's not Chinese knockoffs on. Is it time for the American government, the Congress, to get together and change the patent process in this country? Yeah, I think I think uh, we've kind of lost sight of what the purpose of patents uh, really are in this country. But I think the danger that you see in China is if you go there and establish a manufacturing facility, uh, you're going to lose whatever patented in, uh, products you have or patented processes. Chinese are going to steal it from you. They're going to steal your, uh, your industrial secrets. They're going to steal your best people away from you if, if we can. If you look at, uh, just as an example, in the military sphere, the uh, fifth generation Chinese fighter plane, it looks just like an F-35. Mm. Well, why do you think that is? Because they stole everything they sure. could from uh, the United States. They've got extensive espionage programs here, uh, industrial and against the government. They, they attacked uh, the Office of Personnel Management and 20 million American government personnel records were exported to Beijing. They, they compete in a lot of ways we don't compete in. And, well, they've been uh, doing it since Clinton. And, and they got in the way with it. So so th- this is a real test to see if Trump can, can reverse that. He seems pretty determined to do it, I must say. All right. Let me move for the last part of this about North Korea. I was stunned by the American press and how they treated Un's sister during the Olympics. This is a woman, evidently, I don't know, maybe they didn't know, runs concentration camps and things in North Korea, probably responsible for the deaths of tens of thousands, if not millions of people. What is... What is wrong with us that we can't call evil evil anymore? Well, I think fortunately it's not what's wrong with us. It's what's wrong with the mainstream media. Okay. Uh, you know, the Wall Street Journal back in the Obama administration called the press stenographers for the White House. The Obama White House would say something, they'd write it down and put it out. And North Korea uh, is a desperately impoverished country. It's a 25 million person prison camp. But they have the best propaganda machine in the world. And the, the uh, uh, New New York Times, CNN, you you can just name one media outlet after another played right into their hands. I mean, the North Koreans couldn't have written better stories than you saw in some of the American news media. Uh, And it shows our people have the attention span of fruit flies, that they can't figure out what's going on. so it was one of the reasons Vice President uh, Pence and his trip to the opening ceremony had such a difficult job to blunt the North Korean propaganda campaign, but to stay close to our South Korean allies as well. And, and in I, the press played against Pence. Yeah. You know, why you root for the North Koreans is just incomprehensible to me. I if, agree. If, if any of these uh, media people ever had a chance to go to North Korea and see the desperate poverty the people live in, uh, may, maybe that would wake them up. But they didn't do their research even before they went to South Korea. So I think uh, uh, we'll, we'll now see the end of uh, the propaganda charade. In fact, to lead the North Korean delegation for the closing ceremonies, they sent a general who many people think was responsible for 
after the sinking a few years ago of a South Korean uh, naval vessel killing 46 South Koreans. That's the real face of North Korea. And now we'll be back at the hard uh, issue of their getting a capability to drop thermonuclear weapons on any American city they want. They're very close to it. CIA Director Mike Pompeo has said they're within a handful of months, a handful of months of being able to do that. That's serious. Okay, so there's people who say we're going to have to deal very, very belligerently with with these folks. But how do you do that when Seoul that has millions and millions of people is like 35 miles from the demilitarized zone? You know, the president just announced new sanctions against North Korea. I think that's great, but I think we're running out of time. Uh, uh, Trump doesn't have good options. That's the the reality. There are no good options. I wish this were 25 years ago, but it's not. And I think absent some dramatic action by China, which I unfortunately I don't see them taking against the regime in North Korea, you may well be down to two options in a very short period of time. Either we accept North Korea with nuclear weapons or we look at military force. Now, I think on the military force side, I think we can destroy their nuclear and ballistic missile facilities. I think we can we can largely uh, solve the problem of the artillery that they've got north of the South Korean capital. Uh, it's not without risk. But honestly, we have to ask ourselves the question, do you want to be in a position where North Korea has deliverable nuclear weapons to threaten us and our innocent American civilians here at home as far as the eye can see? But then China doesn't want us up on their border. See, that's why there's a solution here. We don't want to be on their border either, just like we don't want to be on the demilitarized zone. We want to have a force concentrated near Pusan, where they're maneuverable in Korea or across Asia. China doesn't like that either, but, you know, life is hard. You don't get everything. (laughs) There's a deal there. If we had started this negotiation years ago, I think you could convince China it's in their interest not to have this bizarre regime in North Korea. But time is very short. That's the big concern strain at the moment. There may be a lot of ideas, but we're running out of time. 30 seconds. So what the wild card is China then? If we go up against North Korea, what do the Chinese do? Well, I think they fear uh, a flood of refugees into China. We fear a flood of refugees into South Korea. I think there's a way to work with China here. Uh, The most encouraging thing I've heard recently is a month or so ago, Secretary of State Tillerson said the two militaries, China and the U.S., were talking. That's very good news. I, I hope something comes out of it. But I tell you, we're in very unhappy and dangerous territory here because North Korea is not just a threat in and of itself. It will sell any technology it has to anybody with hard currency. That's correct. Iran, terrorist, other would-be nuclear weapons state. Uh, so this is a real moment of decision for the Trump administration. Appreciate your time, Ambassador. Well, thank- Always a pleasure to talk to Thanks you. again for having me. Appreciate right. it. Thank you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.